This is Chanel. Welcome back. I'm Jojo. Welcome to Real Talk Toxic Podcast. Podcast. This is a real motherfucking uh, Toxic Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you here. <laughs> We're Real Talks over here. Real motherfucking talks. That's for sure. Real Talks. This. Anyway. <laughs> we are hey. coming at you live. Live in the flesh, in the Zoom, in the virtual world of Zoom. Zoom flesh. Yeah. So, so I just wanted to say hello to everyone, and I wanted to know how your week's been, Joe. Um, I, I feel like it's been okay. I don't think I remember much of it, but it's it's been okay. I just started working out again more consistently. <laughs> wow, you stopped? Yeah. Yeah, for like a few weeks, but I'm back and I'm getting better. But um, mm-hmm. even know you yeah. stopped, sister. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we need a break. <laughs> How was your week? My week was stressful, honestly. Like it went from nice and fun to stressful because Why people want to. People want to go partying, like COVID isn't like the reason why we're in this situation in the first place, and they just want to spread their dutty germs everywhere. And now, now is that stressing you? Well, you're not seeing anybody because this pandemic's never gonna fucking end. We're never gonna get out to, because people want to keep partying be like this for a while. Yeah, like I don't want to accept that. I'm in denial. And then, like, it's just the presidential race started, and it's that's another thing that's been stressing me out. That is, that has been pretty stressful. Honestly, um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, as most people know already, the presidential debate has begun not debate, sorry, race has begun. And it's almost done as of right now. What day is it today? We are on Wednesday and it's 8.30 at night. So it's almost done. Right now, Biden is leading um, with, I have it here, 264 votes versus Trump at 214. So it's quite stressful. Because it's very stressful because I feel like that can change at any moment. Yeah. If they don't get Nevada comfort. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's wait, that's exactly what's stressing me out. It's still too close to for comfort. Like, how have you gone through four years of this bullshit? You've seen everything that he incites, he's said, he's done, all of this shit. And he still has that much votes. It just doesn't yeah, make sense. Kind it just of, doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And people are just really showing their asses, like showing themselves for real. Because in 2016, it was a joke. Now, you know See, what this he's is what, about. Like, this should never be a joke, right? It should have never been a joke. It, that's a privilege for people to 
act like it's a joke. You know what I mean? And I remember getting yeah. so mad when people were like, I'm going to vote for Trump as a joke. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? This isn't a fucking joke. <laughs> this is like your life could be impacted. Other people's lives will be impacted by this. They obviously didn't yeah. give a fuck because he's no, the president. So right now in time, we're waiting for Nevada and we're waiting for Georgia, Mm -hmm. North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. We're waiting for the total votes from there. However, Nevada has... Yeah, same. Nevada is six electoral votes. So all Biden needs to win is 270 votes. If he gets Nevada, he's won. Because wow. even if... Yeah. So here's hoping that America did something right. This and you know crazy. what? It's, it's, it's bothering me that it's so close still. Like, ugh. Like, you guys didn't learn your lesson? Like... But, you know, at the same time... The last four I, years? At the same time, I feel like we, we also can't blame people because there has been a like lot of people voting. Like, there's record high numbers of people voting. So there's yeah, a lot more people than... Yeah, but I also feel like... Last election. Before. Yeah. But I also feel like people are trying to pick the lesser of the two evils. And they think it's Trump. And it's really not. <laughs> Because if he gets another four years, like, this is not going to be good at all for America. They're already, like, going through it, you know? Mm-hmm. They're in a recession. Even if Biden, right, even if Biden is not the best, maybe, he, hopefully, you never know what he can do, what he can change, especially because now he's got so many people seated in his, like, what's it called, in the, in the house? In the houses, yeah, like, yeah. No, that's for sure. Um, um, but wait, actually, I thought I saw that Trump had more. Well, like the Republicans had more seats. And did you see? Yesterday fucking... they had less seats. Let me see. House. Let me see. Oh no. Yeah. So Democratic Party is at two hundred four. For House results and uh, Republican Party is at 190. They need 218 for majority. Oh, I so, see. Okay. But what's crazy to me is that oh. Kanye West went and voted for himself, recorded it illegally because you're not knowing to he's do not that. going to win. Right. Knowing he's not going to win. No, like you basically wasted a vote. But at the same time, I'm glad he did that because we both know he would have voted for Trump. Trump. Yeah. yeah. So at least One it's not a vote, vote for, for Trump. Trump. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it was just really re- like reckless and like, what's the word? Un- <sighs> like not unprofessional, but like un- just he's just fucking that's just such a stupid thing to do you're just stupid irresponsible that's the word yeah it's just such an irresponsible thing to do especially in a race that mm-hmm. is like there's no po- there you're not gonna win no so why waste your no. time but 
anyway i am hoping for the best i can't i can't i want to say that biden's gonna win but you really fucking never know with america <laughs> like you really don't it's true and that's what's that's very scary true. i'm hoping that you know the people's vote is for the democratic party with joe biden Mm-hmm. that they win majority in the house and senate as well but who fucking knows <laughs> who knows exactly i feel like we're like reliving 2016 all over again but like we know so much more and it's still so bad you know what i mean <laughs> because right. people have seen everything that he's done and his and they've learned so much about what he's incited in their own communities violence and the shit he said about covid how he didn't support any fucking americans at all and yet you're still here voting for this guy for what oh he's gonna help small businesses (laughs) small businesses where he doesn't give a fuck about you and it's funny because like a lot of people i saw we're voting for Trump because they didn't want their taxes to go up. Do you make a billion dollars? Are you a 1% rich person? Then your taxes aren't going to go up, you ding shit. The whole point of Biden's <laughs> fucking platform of raising taxes was to, you know, eat the rich, feed the poor type mentality. But here are idiots. Right. Like they're, they're just showing how stupid and uninformed they are. And it's just making me fucking laugh. But it's also making me sad. Because these are people <laughs> who have a vote in that country. And you know what? Right. I'm a Canadian citizen. And I'm so fucking glad. <laughs> I agree. It's really sad. It's honestly really, really sad. Yeah. But anyway, enough of that. I feel bad. I do feel bad for America. I do feel bad for them. I just hope they get their shit together. And Biden wins. That's all I'm really hoping for. Next! Biden will win. Anyway. I... I... Anyway, America is just something different. I don't really care for it but i obviously just don't want trump to win so i'm just gonna keep my mouth closed now okay anyways so next topic actually uh number one here okay so have you watched the justin bieber document yet the documentary no i have not watched the new oh yeah sorry documentary I watched his one the first time he came out with a documentary on YouTube. I watched that one. Literally got YouTube premium just for that. <laughs> okay. The the one about the seasons. Is it called seasons or something? Anyway, um, whatever. Yeah, I think it was called um, seasons. There was like 10 episodes? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that was, I was going to start that one because I haven't seen that one. Um, but anyway, so his documentary was actually really... Like you get to you get to see a, a side of him that's like so different than like what you think, I guess like a superstar sure. is, right? So it's like he's like 
while I was watching it, I'm thinking this guy is like super genuine. Like he's very genuine. He really is. Yeah. He he really cares about people. Um, but what shocked me the most is he was talking about he was talking about like his mental health and stuff like that and how yeah he had and how he had um uh, oh my god what anxiety maybe it was depression i think I he, had he didn't both. really mention what he didn't mention what he had but he did mention um that he was like suicidal because he wanted to just end the pain because he was like it was like countless countless days of waking up with this pain and going to bed with this pain like when does it pain, stop what he kind was literally, of pain? pain from what well if you think about it from being i don't like know how old he was when he came pain? into the limelight just like everything he was saying like even people are so mean like oh, okay, he yeah. was a kid yeah. he was a kid just starting his like massive career and like people were just so mean and like people would say mean things to him but it's like in the documentary you see where he was before um because it even shows his like like obviously snippets of his of his new song lonely and like and then it shows like obviously after because this is him after this is him after all the suicide and depression after or suicidal thoughts and depression this is him after Getting just out of feeling there more connected to God and to himself um so he even had his pastor on on the episode but it was just like he's happy he's always working on himself he's always looking to grow and he's always trying to help people like he in the documentary it showed him even mentoring or mentoring some some kid named Benjamin something I think I think that was his name I can't remember but it's like yeah but you see a coming up artist so you see where he was mentally and how you like I had goosebumps and I had tears in my eyes because it's like he was suffering and even Scooter Braun and this other woman that was on there forget her name they were watching the lonely video and this other guy that was there had said like yeah when we were recording it because they were recording the song for something sure like Justin couldn't even Justin couldn't even get the words out. He just like in the in the booth just started bawling. Like he was just like, so this guy was telling him, "Have you, have you really opened up about what this song is about? Because maybe people need to see that." And so like, that's what he wanted to put out is like, he wants to help people. He wants people to know that like there is a way out of it, and you can survive. And like it's not that's not the end, right? especially right now I've been seeing a lot of stuff about mental health online everywhere even like me not even memes but like meme accounts are posting stuff like all this stuff about mental health oh yeah like awareness especially during this time yeah especially during like literally since February March um Mm -hmm. we're almost on a year of this so it's like people are losing their minds people are going crazy people are hurting and it's just so sad to see and to hear about it because like obviously we know it's true we know it's there we know it's present but you really and it even reminded me today like one of my friends who I haven't spoken to in a while reached out to me to make sure I was feeling okay mentally just like nice. how how's your mental doing how are you doing and it's like you I'm don't get asked like, that often but thank you like, you know what yeah I mean? right it's like this person asks I was like yeah I'm good you know like feeling this feeling that but I'm pretty good and he's like 
yeah, I'm just checking on the people I care about. And I'm like, wow. And it made me think it's like, well, maybe I should check on the people I care about. Right. It's like, we keep telling people, check on your loved ones, check on this, check on that. But like, are we really going that extra mile to do that? Yeah. And you know what actually is really sad. Um, you just reminded me the baby's older brother committed suicide. Literally like who? the baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. He committed suicide. And it was really sad to watch him like check on your loved ones to like, Blah, 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 talk about it. I was like, I feel like people don't realize. Well, I feel like now it's getting better. People are starting to understand that just because you're, you know, rich and famous doesn't mean that you don't have emotions and like feel depression and anxiety right. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that Justin Bieber has been very like transparent throughout his whole journey. You know what I mean? Like, even with his yeah. last his last documentary. He talked a lot about his social anxiety and going through Lyme disease and how that makes you like really exhausted and tired and everything that he was trying to do to like better himself. And there was a whole like little episode about his mental health. And I was like, this is what people need to see. This is what people need to learn because first of all, need to know that they're not alone. They're not the only ones feeling like this. There's people who you can talk to. There's, you know, resources. And then that they can also see that like even the rich and famous feel these things. It doesn't yeah. stop like reading like it doesn't take away your emotional it does not take that away. No. Money will traumas. never take away how you are feeling inside. Exactly. Yeah. If you are suffering from mental illness, from depression or suicidal thoughts, no amounts of money can take that away. Nope. And the only thing that can help is love your family or friends Mm -hmm. love like which is why he said he made the song holy like in in his one of his lyrics in holy it's like when you hold me hold me hold me hold me I feel so holy right but it's like yeah he wants and he said this like he wants people to feel like they can be loved with their significant other and and he he wants people who are sad or like depressed if they have someone in their life to like reach out to them and to be with them and to like try and aim to have that good relationship, aim to have good connections in your life. And he was just saying, like, if I can get out of it and do it, if, if this person can get out of it and do it, like, you can do it too. Yeah, for sure. Right? And even for, like, someone like him, I feel like, and I could be wrong, like, this could be harder because he, for him, it could be harder to get oh, yeah. to a better place because he's on such a huge platform. Like oh, everyone yeah. is watching everything. Everyone's does. watching everyone criticizing yeah. everything he does. So yeah. it's like with someone who is not famous and who is not rich or whatever, like, yeah, you're going through depression, you're feeling so you're having suicidal thoughts, you're feeling these things, but imagine that times. No, imagine that plus bullying on a thousand. pressure of everything else exactly the pressure, like, yeah the pressure it's like it's not from being bullied from being imaginable fucking criticized right it's like it's not even that's what yeah, I'm saying. i think like it definitely it must, it must have been harder yeah even i think it's definitely everything very him hard and his wife went through right like he he really thanks Haley. he really praises her for being there and for like helping him get through it and this and that yeah like so it was really cute. Oh, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Damn it. Sorry. That's okay. I was going to say something. What was I going to say? 
it's gone. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Um, oh, I was going to say, there are literal, like, Justin Bieber hate accounts. Like, celebrities yeah. literally have people who hate them so much that they become obsessed with them and create accounts just to talk shit about them or just to torment them on all their social platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. how fucked is that? And then think about it too. Like Justin Bieber got thrown into it when he was what, 12, 14? I don't know how old he was. Like, Yo. yeah. So like, I just imagine like this 14, whatever, how old he was being thrown into this world. Like, first time seeing fame first time everything and it's like you're growing up in the limelight right it's like they yeah. compare Justin Bieber a lot to Michael Jackson because it's like he, he was thrown in the limelight him. really young too right yeah. yeah so just seeing Justin Bieber come from this place of like of peace and calm is so nice because we're so used to like hearing bad him hurting about him. yeah I'm hurting, doing this, doing that, freaking out over this, whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? And he even said, like, a lot of what he has been going through since he was a young entertainer has shaped how he reacts to people, how he treats people, what he, how he says things, how he talks. So it's like, obviously, it would shape everything. You've grown up in fame, <laughs> like, yeah, you know. And like, that's the same thing is going to happen actually- to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Scooter Braun said, like, if he had known today what he, like, if he knew then what he knows today, he would have had Justin Bieber in therapy from day one. He said, like, just so he had someone he other than them to talk about, or some someone other to than talk them to. to talk to about all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think every young adult that is famous should be in therapy. Like, Mm-hmm. Dead ass. I think everyone should be in therapy, realistically. I think everyone needs some therapy <laughs> yeah, I in think their so lives. Because especially if you've been hurt, because even Justin Bieber said it, and I've seen this saying a lot lately: hurt people hurt people. Yeah, that's so true. So it's just like if you're hurting and you've been hurting, yo, you need to just stop deflecting and go do some self work. That's really what it is, you know, deflecting. Yeah. I used to deflect mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> yeah, you do. You used to. I don't. I used to. I'm a lot better at it now. Yeah. You know. But I feel like my deflecting was more like pettiness. Like no, even your defensiveness. <laughs> like it's it's you. De- it's deflecting. It's just you deflecting how you're feeling. But mm. yeah. okay well you know what I'm so happy that he's like getting better because you know he's like Canada's little baby other than Drake you know what I mean like I know yeah and it's so good like what we really saw like Justin grow in front of all like like we didn't see Drake grow as much because he kind of well he did get famous around like 18 years old you know what I mean like Justin Bieber mm-hmm. literally looked like an infant. We saw him um, grow from that to like a grown ass married man. Like you know what I mean. So I yeah. feel like he's Canada's little sweetheart, and everyone kind of just wants him <laughs> to be good. And he's finally getting there, and that's really I'm just happy for him. 
Of course, of course. And I think it's so good that like even youth, like the youth today see how he's grown. Yeah. And like how he's come out of it or even anyone that's going through any type of mental health um, crisis or whatever it is. (laughs) Sorry, guys. That was our dog over here going cray cray um, because he heard a noise. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We were saying, yeah, I agree with you. Youth today are really like starting to see a shift. It's not only like because I think um, celebrities in specific are becoming more open about their own mental health issues and whatever the fuck they're going through, they're being more open mm-hmm. with it on social media, right? So that's allowing the youth who consume social media like twenty four seven to yeah. understand, to express, and if they don't don't yeah. know what's what anxiety means or what depression means they can easily just go and Google it and figure out what that is. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? So I think it's definitely changing the way people think, especially in the younger generations. I've always said, I agree. I've always said children are the future. So I think literally the generation um, that's in high school now, you know what I mean? is the generation of information like there's no way you will you can do something and not know about about it you know what i mean like yeah there's too much information out there for you to be misinformed or uninformed right right i agree and then it's the same thing too with like youth these days is like there's this thing i came across that someone told me about um about their own children and i feel like it could be a positive thing, but I also feel like it could negatively impact someone who's in like elementary school, high school, like depending on how old they are, probably high school, but like, what is it? Um, so there's this thing called shifting realities that these kids are doing now because of TikTok. Okay. So it got really big on TikTok. So here, let me explain what shifting realities is. Essentially, it's like, lucid dreaming on crack okay so like (laughs) they literally they literally lay in bed and they like it's it I feel like it's kind of like scary and demonic demonic, but it's not (laughs) um so it's just like uh so shifting okay shifting is moving your consciousness from one reality to another reality so um you can train yourself to shift into an entirely different reality such as Hogwarts and Hogwarts is the one that's like the biggest on social media, like on TikTok. So for example, like I don't get a uh, majority of these, what? I don't get that. <laughs> okay. Continue. I'm going to explain it. That's why I just said what the shifting was, but the process of it. So it's like, um, it's very confusing. It's a confusing idea at first, but these kids start to get like a deeper understanding obviously when they've researched this is what the the generation of information right Uh um so shifting it's a strange experience this is someone's quoting it's like an extra extremely vivid dream yet it's more real than any dream uh that she's ever had before i plan on shifting i write myself a script in the notes app on her phone in which i plan 
what exactly happened in the desired reality. So it makes it easier for them it's to like visualize exactly what, right, what they want to happen. So that being said, they will literally, these, some of these kids will literally write themselves. So the Harry Potter one is huge. Hogwarts is huge on TikTok from my research that I've seen. So they will literally write themselves an acceptance letter from Hogwarts what? to help the process of shifting realities. Like they will write themselves a letter from Hogwarts what to like the hell? help them to help them get into it. Like because it has to feel as real as possible. Okay. Right. But it's like it's like um, it's the same like same characters are there, whatever it is, but they get to experience it. As um, if that they're there. Right. And like some of these, some of these explanations are kind of bizarre. So this girl says, I see bright bright white lights flickering and my body begins to vibrate and go sort of numb. Like that's a little weird. My legs twitch and I start to feel my thoughts get lighter. So to me, what this sounds like is like today's day and age manifestation or like meditation. Like when That's someone is meditating, meditation. their thoughts, yes, not manifestation, meditation. So their thoughts feel lighter. They feel lighter or they're visualizing something or they're somewhere. You know what I mean? Like the meditation. So Yeah, but this is like escapism at the same time though because they're shifting right. which is into which, fake realities whatever that is right and so some experts some experts are saying like you should only be worried when they start to confuse their dream reality or their desired reality with their current real reality like with, and it's like mm-hmm. this to me just sounds like kids and it ties in with the justin bieber and mental health and all of it because it sounds to me like they're escaping their reality Uh because they're not happy yeah that's exactly what I thought of like right away that's that's what it feels like to me and it's like maybe it's modern day meditation but it's like that is not something that can ever happen you will never be in Hogwarts like do you know what I mean real yeah like yeah and as much as I want magic to be real it's not real (laughs) like Right, exactly. So like on this article, it says key indicators to seek mental health support would be if the shifter experienced anything that created fear for them or challenged their belief system regarding what regarding what we could refer to as consensual reality. So also seek help if there is. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but okay. (laughs) Also seek help if there is any ongoing drifting into altered states outside of intended shifting sessions like how scary does this sound no no no. that sounds like something you shouldn't do right this is something youth are doing and so it's like it's like yeah at least they're home and in bed (laughs) but at the same time like that's just scary to me it's very culty to me it's very like it's like red pill blue pill right it actually is a little scary because like when you meditate and you manifest and whatever it is you're doing when you're meditating like you don't necessarily yeah you might go to your desired reality or where you want your life to go like what you want in your life or what what you're in in, in meditation in general you're supposed to be like free of thoughts yeah you're supposed to be like calm and like you know whatever it is but when people are manifesting during meditation it's like you obviously are seeing your desired life going forward which is like real 
things. Like I yeah. want to have this car or I will have this car. You know what? I, it's like, it's different than I like want to get pretending this job you're in Hogwarts. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's super, super different. But so like, it is realities um, to me feels like an escape from their reality because they're not happy. Yeah, you're right. Um, so according to this like um, article, it is a form of meditation to put themselves into a different world. Mm-hmm. I read so, that like, too, yeah. Yeah, and it says, um, obviously, meditating is known to have several benefits, such as aligning your consciousness and subconscious to help you think more clearly, making your day-to-day life more fulfilling. However, this reality shifting is based around this idea, but instead of letting it happen freely, the most precise details of your experience are planned by you. So to me, honestly, like that's just lucid dreaming to me. Like that's what I think lucid dreaming is because when I was younger, like (laughs) I used to be able to like control my dreams, if that makes sense. Like I used to know this is a dream. I don't want this to happen. So I'm going to change it right now. And I would be like, fix it while I'm sleeping, literally like while I'm dreaming. (laughs) So Honestly, like, it just sounds like lucid dreaming to me. I don't yeah, know. If, it like, it's just, just like, like more planning. To me, it's like lucid dreaming on crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm planning this, so it makes it seem like it's super fucking real. But, but like, if you're lucid dreaming, then you would know that it's not real. So I don't get it. Like, if you're in this shift, whatever you would know that it's not real it's literally all in your head right right which is which could get scary especially if a kid is really unhappy in their reality yeah well then they can get depressed because so all like, they're gonna yes, want to it do is a sleep. form of meditation right so like it is a form of meditation i guess but at the same time it's like mm. no no i feel like this pandemic is not helping them either like no, not at all, because I feel like they have too much time about... at home and they have too much time yeah. by themselves. So as humans, we don't like to be by ourselves. We need communication, like we need communication, like something to keep us engaged. And when you're not engaged, you yeah, make something up to make you engaged. <laughs> right. You know? Well, that yeah. is really scary, though. I hope it doesn't like become something that that can be like dangerous <laughs> like what the hell it could be super scary that's for sure you work with kids do you have any have have you spoken to any of the youth that you work with that say they've done this uh the youth I don't bring it up to them because I've heard from parents and I don't want to like oh make no it look like, don't make them like yeah be like feel uncomfortable about it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I had a couple of my clients talk to me about lucid dreaming and I didn't know that they were referring to shifting realities oh. until the parent told me. Wow. Cause the parent was like, have you heard of this there... thing called shifting realities? And I'm like, no, what's it about? And told me about it. And then I looked into it and I'm like, Oh wait, your child did mention lucid dreaming. Oh, Wow. So that's probably yeah. why their kid is like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and <laughs> manifestation. Like all of a sudden she's 
all about manifestation. So it's like, oh, I mean, that's always good. Manifesting is good for you. That is a great thing. That's a very good skill to have. And I did explain to, I do explain to youth because sometimes they'll ask me what that means if I use that word. Um, and I explain it to them in a way where it's like, you know, a positive way, a way that's going to help them grow, maybe change their perspective a little bit. And I've had some good feedback so far. That's good. I mean, yeah. you're just helping them understand what it means to think positively and just, you know. Exactly. I agree. You know, it might help their relationships going forward. It might help their connections with friends and family, like whatever it is. It might even help them going keep, forward. keep like a positive mindset throughout everything that they're going through. Because as a teen, you go through mm-hmm. some fucked up emotional shit. Like, you really do. But you know what? I, I don't remember our teenage years being, I feel like it's so much worse now. Mine was pretty bad. Or maybe, no, ours was pretty bad. But I'm saying like, I feel like it's worse now. Because it's worse because of, of the technology. social media age. Like it's, yeah, it's just so different. But it's at the same time, and like, we had Facebook and MSN. Right, but not like this. Not at our fingertips. Not until like fucking I was in grade eight or nine. Like, not at our fingertips. What do you mean? When you were in grade eight or nine, I was in like grade six. Yeah, we had phones and we had texting. That's it. You couldn't download apps on it yet. I think when I think when I was in grade nine, I got the first iPhone. Yeah, like I was in high school for all of that. So like. Right, that's what when, I'm saying. Like, but for when you, I different. For my me, generation, I never had that. Yeah, no. Like for my generation specifically, like we grew up like exploring these new things, kind of like because it was still new to us too. It didn't become popular until we hit right. grade six, and then until cell phones weren't a thing or really popular until I hit grade nine. And I was like, no, until I hit grade seven, I was like already asking my parents for a cell. We were, remember I was asking mommy and daddy for a cell phone at, in grade seven. And they're like, no, you're not getting one until yeah. grade nine. So good luck with that. And then when I did yeah. hit grade nine, I didn't have all these apps like Instagram, Snap and whatever, Twitter and shit, but we did have BBM and that shit can almost be as toxic. <laughs> Because people would say yeah, I never had BBM. fucked up shit on BBM group like yeah. group message. It's like MSN in a phone. I know. I know what BBM is. I've seen it, but I never had it. Oh, it, it was lit, to be honest. Like it was super fun. I know a lot of people <laughs> that, that loved MSN. But yeah, it's just a whole it's a whole different like it's just so different. Like we were never inside as much as these kids are like oh, we were yeah. always outside yeah we were always outside even throughout my high school years we were outside every day we would come Playing home fucking and go right back outside right like we were never just like home home phones and this and that like even we had phones we didn't give a fuck because we were with the people yeah we were with the people that we talked to yeah. so but it's also, like like at the same time I feel like it also has to do with the area that we lived in like because I don't think it was like like our area was like everyone would come outside after school literally everyone you went to school with lived in your area and they would come out and you would all go and 
play and do whatever, talk shit, make a mess, yeah. be teenagers. Like, I feel like, like not I remember a lot of areas, especially maybe areas where it's, like, more residential, I don't think they mm-hmm. live as close to each other. I remember our manhunt. Hang- oh, my God, yeah. Like, manhunt was, like, 20, 20 plus people, people. per team. Yeah. Per team. Like, it like, was, it like was wild. People a team. Like, it was like nuts. It was actually nuts. 30 of us. A bunch of kids running around, hiding in random places. Yeah, I miss those days. (laughs) I miss seeing kids outside, like playing and like making a mess, playing in the mud, do something like do something. Like we were literally outside until it started snowing, and then even when it snowed, we were all in the lobby. Like yeah, the lobby. (laughs) Everyone got kicked out of the lobby. How many times? I know. Like we were never just like chilling in our bedrooms. Like you know, whatever it was, but shifting realities. We were never doing that. Yeah, <laughs> like, we never had the opportunity to do that. <laughs> no, we didn't. It wasn't, and I I almost feel like that is not necessarily a, a horrible thing, because I feel like if 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 meditation was around when we were younger, it, our generation would be, have less anxiety and less depression. Uh, we would definitely make better choices, too, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but a lot um, of young moms yeah. in our generations, like yours and mine. Yeah, like most of my friends are mothers. Well, th- now, but were they mothers young when they were young? Young. When I was in high school, I had a few friends that were mothers already. Yeah. When I was in grade twelve. Yeah, like, it's just I think, and I have like a friend who. She wasn't in high school when she had her first child, but like she's my she's my age, but like I think her kid like almost two, maybe, or maybe two, but like she went through and even being like how old was she? Twenty-six when she had him. Mm-hmm. It's like even even then, like you're not in high school, right? Like you're twenty-six, you're, you're working a full-time job, yeah. you're getting your life together, you're married, whatever it is. And you still, it's like, I don't think that ha, that your age has anything to do with it because she still struggled. She still went through depression. She yeah. still had thoughts like of suicide. She well, still that's like postpartum. Was, like that's different. Yes, yes. That's different. I think like right. in mothers like, in general, they're going to. She is feeling, to this day, she's feeling like the remnants of it. Of what? Postpartum? Of the depression. Yeah. Of all of that, which is like, it's, yeah, super, it's hard super hard to deal hard. with. Yeah. I was just about to say that. But it's also like, maybe if she had those, you know, supports or ideas back then about meditating and about, you know, being one with your subconscious and consciousness, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that would help her understand herself better or maybe blah 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 but mm-hmm. but we never really right. had that so who knows maybe no, this is gonna help that. we were never kids. taught that yeah we yeah. were taught if I you agree. went to catholic school you were taught to pray and that was it not just that we weren't really told to express it was kind of like you just hold your shit in and move on like like we didn't yeah, really like, get told to express till later on 
Well, I, I mean, I think it depends. Like, for boys, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. They were not, they were told, stop being a pussy or, like, why are you crying? Da, 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 da. But there was a difference when it came to girls. I think, obviously, we already know, like, when it comes to girls and women, if you see a girl crying, you're going to, what's wrong? Talk to me about it. If you see a guy crying yeah. or a boy, you're like, why are back you in the day, yeah. they were like, why are you crying? Be a man, da, 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 which is sad to see. And yeah. that's why we have a lot of men who it are is. women. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yes, I agree. Ooh. This shifting Speaking reality shit, that's pretty or... fucked up. Okay, go. I know it is fucked up. It's kind of scary, honestly. But I was just shifting our focus to like relationships. Uh huh. So like, relationship deal breakers. <laughs> Let's like, talk about that. Minus, minus like cheating. Let's talk about like the petty shit. Like, like the, the one where you're like, <laughs> you're like, mm, <laughs> this isn't, eh, eh. <laughs> you know those ones. <laughs> Yeah, like, this isn't it for me, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, deal breaker. I have a question. Is this a deal breaker for you? If your guy doesn't maintain his wacho area, trimming, shaving, washing. Okay, washing. 1,000%. You need to wash it. Yeah. Obviously. Especially if that shit is not circumcised circumcised i'm sorry men who are not circumcised you're just more likely to give women utis so stay clean or get a circumcision (laughs) yeah no i'm not saying that it's bad that they don't have it you just it's just you got to be cleaner which sucks you have to be like more tedious for them but like um, like otherwise like maintenance like hair and stuff i don't really care Okay, here, here's the thing. I care. Like, if you're not going to shave it bald, at least trim it down to, like, very short. Because, and nobody likes trying to, like, be sexy and you actually have to, like, stop and, like, pull a hair out of your fucking tooth. Like, you know what I mean? Ew. Oh, my God. Ew. That's so, that just made my stomach turn. <laughs> Sorry. But it's true. Like, it, and if that's, like, something that, like, keeps happening i i think and like it's not a serious relationship yet yeah that would definitely be like a, a cutoff a deal breaker for me yeah that's gross Ew, that's so gross. Okay. and i hate hair i hate hair i hate body hair like i don't mind chest I hair on men hair on the floor <laughs> no i just don't, don't want to like step body on hair. your hair and take it with me to my client's house lol that's gross like no <laughs> but <sighs> um what's another deal breaker what do you think uh this is hard okay deal breaker for me if they don't get my humor they don't what get my humor like if they don't get oh, my jokes yeah. you're just not gonna yeah. laugh or like really dull really dull conversation like because I'm a very um I could be a very awkward person but like not that I'm awkward I could just make people feel awkward yeah oh deal breaker when if they're um not as social as me yeah 
because uh-huh. I've experienced uh-huh. that where I've been in some in, a, in like a relationship or whatever where I was more social than they were and it just didn't end well like it just no it was awkward on not, all parts you have, to, like, <laughs> you have to be there beside them like you have to like baby them if you go to a party if you bring yeah. them somewhere it's like I don't know anyone okay come with me and socialize me oh my god you know what a weird deal breaker is for me I just thought about it and it's like one of my pet peeves also because we did talk about pet peeves before but like yeah when when you leave the fucking toothpaste open oh my god yeah oh and when you squeeze it for you you're such a spaz about that shit if you squeeze it a certain way I can't my sister will literally pop a fucking blood vessel in her forehead like (laughs) <laughs> because it's like why are you squeezing the tube like a fucking like you're crushing a water bottle you press from the top down gently like no i shouldn't have come to the bathroom and see the tube of fucking toothpaste all contorted for what it's full <laughs> Yo. it's not like it's empty if it was oh. empty i get it but it's like it's full it's full all why you gotta do is like gently water squeeze bottle? yeah right why is that so hard for people to grasp Oh, leaving, <laughs> leaving the cupboards open. Yeah. Is that a deal breaker for, for you? I think for me, it's like, no. For me, it's more, um, I'm trying to think here, because there was one that bothered me. Yeah. Um, uh, not refilling the Brita. <laughs> oh, my God. That, you can ask anyone, my roommate, anybody. Like, I'm always like, take a glass pour a glass <laughs> because someone's gonna cu- no because someone's going to come to drink water and there's gonna be no water if you keep doing that there's gonna be no water and there's like no I water. drink tap water I don't give a fuck but the people that don't drink tap water it's for you not for me doing this for you and being OCD for you because I don't even like I don't even like cold water you know what I'm noticing a lot of my OCD tendencies I am noticing, but I don't know if it's OCD or like control. No, you're control. But it's like we know that. I I need to have like I don't know what it is, but lately I'm like, can you just stop trying to control every situation? Like leave it alone. Yeah. The way it goes, it goes, and half the time I'm right. If I had done it my way, it would have been better. But it's like that's your opinion. You're not. It's not always fact. <laughs> How many times I'm like, yeah, I told you so. Because it's like, no one wants to listen to me, fine, whatever. I don't want to listen to people either, but like... You don't listen to anyone but yourself. No, I don't, because I'm a Taurus and I'm stubborn. That's fine. But I am noticing my control problems. But it's not like I'm trying to control people. I'm more trying to control, like, you know, clean up your fucking hair from the floor. It's the environment. Or like, you want to control the... Fill up the Brita. Yeah. Right. Because if, like, yeah, it would just... I yeah maybe I'm just a control freak OCD asshole I mean it depends like <gasps> yeah it depends yeah depends on the situation for you but I don't know what else would be a deal breaker for me because uh, I'm a pretty my friend told me a funny one person. but I can't think of it now oh shit I hate when I can't fucking remember something there can be so many though right like depending on who you ask like I'm sure if I asked my boyfriend what a deal breaker for him would be like that would be a really funny response oh my god can you ask him just call him over 
call him over. Ashton! Okay, I'll call him. Okay. I paused it. Hey, Ashton! Welcome, Welcome to, to Real Talk Sis podcast. Surprise no, guest. Real Talk Sis, ladies. Surprise <laughs> guest, late night. We have a question for you. What's one of your yes, deal breakers? What are your relationship deal breakers? Relationship deal breakers. It's a toughie. I don't know. It is tough. <laughs> like, I feel like I'll have, I'll have some better answers once you guys give me a little bit more time. <laughs> but like, no time. I would say, like, first couple things that come to my mind is like, have I done anything that's like annoying besides controlling everything? No. That's. Okay, like that's kind of normal. Okay. Oh, it's not normal, but okay. <laughs> well, for one to feel like, you know, to, you know, I mean, Joe, she's, she's strong personality, you know, she's, she knows what she wants. Okay, she's don't get all cute and stuff with me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> get to the deal breaker. Oh yeah, deal breaker. Um, Honestly, the first two things that come to my mind are like, one, if like the girl is just like so mean to other people, like if the girl is just mean to other people, just rude to other people, like in public or like ordering or like just just in a general person, like yeah, it's like yeah, we're good. Like it's like it's <laughs> okay. York in general. I'll pass. But uh yeah, and I feel like um I don't know, a good deal breaker, but I would say but I would definitely say like Something that's that would make me like double look and be like, okay, listen, like we need to have a conversation outside <laughs> of this experience right now. And what that experience is, is like road rage. I feel uh, like. If, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, no, you have road rage. What I'm talking about. Okay, because I have road rage. <laughs> no, what is a psychopath? So it's like. Did you hear that? He said I'm a good driver, but let's not go there. Oh, okay. Like, Chanel, shut up. <laughs> no, like, trust me, I'm super in tune. Like, you're a good driver. Like, there's there's a big difference, right? Like, you know, you, because you're an experienced driver, it's like you're so used to so many situations on the road. It's like you're already, like, two or three steps ahead, but, like, the average driver is not. So it's like things will happen, and it's like it's annoying, right? It's just like because it's like, yo, you're, 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 you're driving at a certain frequency certain tempo and it's like you know that's not that's not like that's that's different right like i mean like road rage which it's like it they just be spaz anything. out yeah they're just spazzing like i had a homeboy that like did steroids a long time ago <laughs> oh god reminds me of like i knew he was on the sauce because it's like when he was driving he was just like freaking out but it's just like he's freaking out at everything right like it's because the freaking steroids but it's like so if you know if uh, the girl is like tripping balls every every few seconds on the road and just like to the point where it like ruins their whole day and they're just and like, they're, like swearing and yelling yeah. oh okay. the, the worst is like when they start saying shit and you're just like wait like because i've experienced this before and it's just like i didn't even know like that you could be like this like, yeah like i didn't even know you were this like demonic like this is crazy like, demonic yeah, yeah. Like, it's like if it's that big of a deal, we can just pull over and just Uber anywhere. Yeah, that's Uber, you know so funny. I'm dead. That's today's word, demonic. We've used it a few times. Yeah, we have. Actually. Dead ass. Really? Oh, jeez. 
Wow, you know okay. what's a deal breaker? Uh, did you guys talk about tonight? What? Uh, lucid dreaming. <laughs> Wait, that's a deal breaker? No, no, no. I see you asked what we talked about. Yeah, I was just so confused. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, I was like, we talked about like lucid oh. dreaming. <laughs> oh, you know what's a deal breaker for me? If I don't like the way they dress. You gotta have style. Ah. Yeah. Okay. How fucking shoot myself? I'd be like, can I dress that's you? A thing because it's like, I won't break up. But with does them. that make you, does that make someone shallow? No, 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 no. I won't break up with them. <laughs> but I'll definitely yeah, be like. But that's something you would address. Like definitely you. Definitely chime in. Yeah. <laughs> I would know, say something. Uh, what, their, what, their, what their outfit is for the, yeah. for the week, for the month. I would be like, <laughs> listen, hey. honey, I'm gonna schedule for you Monday to Sunday what you're wearing for the next thirty days. <laughs> yep. Here are the pictures. This is how you wear it. That's the color scheme that looks oh, best on so you. <laughs> But well, that's tricky with clothes because it's like with gear, it's like the person can have so many styles, but you don't even necessarily one know of other styles or whatever. Because like maybe you just met them or whatever. And two, it's like you know, some people like some people they're they're not put in a position where like if, I feel like if some people were in a position where they could like spend what they really wanted to spend on what they really wanted, yeah, then like facts. I feel like they'd be way more decked out, you know? Yeah, 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 same. I agree. And then, then, then the whole shit might, then it might do a 180. You might be like, whoa, this is too much. Like, this, <laughs> this, this person got too much bling going This guy's wearing a purse. This is too much now. <laughs> hey, I like man purses. No. Okay. Yeah, I thought they were purses. Oops, I just swore. Am I allowed to swear in here? Yeah. yeah. But you're not fucking for man purses. Okay. I got a couple. Man purses are sick, You know bro. what, though? He's pretty swaggy, so. What? Yeah, you're lucky. I wouldn't make fun yeah. of you. When she showed me you, if you didn't have fashion sense, I would have been like, yo, this guy's a weirdo. Why are you talking to him? But you, you got some style, my friend. <laughs> Come on, I'm black. Of course I have some style. I'm black. Of course I have some style. <laughs> I got the super drip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> super drip, eh? Super drip. Super, super drip. drippy. Lost in the sauce. Drippy sauce. Whatever. Drip sauce. Drip sauce. Waterfall. Drip sauce. All right, time to end this fucking podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Ashton, for Thank coming you on for and telling answering us questions. Yeah, appreciate. You already it. know what it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm rocking out live and tuning in. Your boy Ashton forever. I'm with the real toxic. Yeah. Um, hey, podcast. You already know what it is. Stay inspired. Keep grinding. Keep working hard. Let's yes. rise. And I think always we need to record vibrate. Him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think we need to record oh, Ashton our outro. for our out for our intros and outros. Like you should just be like, yeah, you our intro and outro. Sick. All right. Yeah, peace and love. Two million dollars. <laughs> How about love and peace? <laughs> I like that. Love and peace. Love and peace. Love and light. Always vibrate higher. Higher. Spread love, motherfuckers. Bye. Everybody knows my name now But something about it still feels strange Like looking in a mirror trying to steady yourself And seeing somebody else And everything is not the same now It feels like all our lives have changed Maybe when I'm older it'll all calm down But it's killing me now What if you had it all? 
nobody to call Maybe then you'd know me Cause I've had everything But no one's listening And that's just fucking lonely I'm so You pay for the money and fame at an early age And everybody saw me sick And it felt like no one gave a shit They criticized the things I did as an idiot kid What if you had it all But nobody to call Maybe then you'd know me I've had everything, but no one's listening, and that's just fine.